0: Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at GamersLedge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to GamersLedge Podcast. Come on in, sit down, have yourself a Dunkin' Donuts, large iced coffee, double cream, double sugar. Relax. It is a conversation between friends, a look at what it means to be a hardcore gamer, and a look at the gaming industry. I, of course, am your host, Mark, who has driven through rain, sleet, and whiteout snow to be here with you five hours, because that's how much I love you, the listener and viewer. And joining us from a much shorter commute all the way up my far left is Turo. Hooray, that's me. Also joining us this week
1: is Dave. Yo, you're my hero, Mark.
0: Why, why can't I see the bottom half of you?
1: Because it's not a full-body camera?
0: No. <laughs> no, I can only see it about... He's the got you there. Yeah, I can only see it about your neck here, and I... then I can't see anything else. Oh,
1: Because oh, yeah. I'm blending in. Oh,
0: oh, there's been
1: some attempts on oh. my life. <laughs> so so we need to go stealth today.
0: Also joining us from the great white north, which probably has less snow than... <laughs> the last podcast member or myself,
2: Kate. Uh, I want to take a bet on that.
0: Mm, We've been know. slammed. How have, you? have you? Okay. Because we have been too, but yeah, it's just really cold. Like, and
2: sunny. some places around here got like eighty to one hundred centimeters.
0: Uh, I don't it's speak your foreign what's that?
3: language. You a what is in that? Here. Is that like a foot? <laughs> is it like a table's worth?
4: Shut centimeters up. would be like a foot and a half, I think.
3: Oh, see, why did you 30, say that? No, it's 40 inches. 40 inches.
4: That's almost two feet, uh, Or no, almost four feet. <laughs> yeah, I suck at math. <laughs> 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 I need a <at> calculator. <laughs> oh oh man, we're in the <laughs> metric system now. What's that? Almost educational. What a
2: thousand
4: centimeters. Work. <laughs> <laughs> our last participant. It's math. Hey, public, public <laughs> math. Public math. That's all. An indictment uh, of the edu- American education system. Uh, no, Dude, an indictment of my <laughs> my inability to put myself to bed at a decent hour. Should we um, back back now? It, it's we don't we don't have four feet of snow, but we have like negative thirty degree temperatures right now. So Jeez. that's nice. Well, that is that's the feels like, not the actual, but yeah. Roll the feels. Roll the uh,
0: feels. Let's see. I have to even—I literally just walked in the door, so this is going to be a well-prepared podcast this evening. It already started off awesome. Yes. Um, um, let's go around um, the room and talk about what everybody's been playing. Turo, you are probably in the warmest area of the country. I think so. The, the the entire geography landmass, including Canada, that is North America. So why don't you uh, tell us what you've been up to for the last week?
3: Well, it did snow quite a bit, shut down everything, uh, but uh, the roads and everybody were all ready, so everything's clear. Roads are clear. Still slippy spots here and there, but overall good. I've been playing Pokemon nonstop. I just checked how many Pokemon I have. I have 663 Pokemon out of 719, so I am almost there to collect them all. So once that happens, then I think I'll be (laughs) playing other games, and hopefully it'll happen before the order comes out, which is really soon. (sighs) <sighs> so, which we'll
0: get you in just a little bit.
3: Yes, please. Um, and we caught up on all shows, finally. So, that's good.
0: Dave, how about you?
1: Um, we're caught up on all shows, so that's good. We have we have Bat-Zaro, so that's good. We have... Let's see, what else have we done? Um, Gaming-wise, I've slacked. Um, I've kind of been in a comic book reading mood. Um... I've, like, hammered through four trades of Saga, which is a bad thing because now I'm, like, I, I want the individual yeah. issues.
4: Yeah, you're only missing one so far this run, so you can just easily get to a comic store or, or you know, comicology or something.
1: Wait, what What do you mean out? one issue? So it's only up to, like, 19 issues or something?
4: Well, no, I'm, Well, after the last trade, there's only been one of the, the next arc that's come out so far. Oh, okay. So if you're caught up on the trades, you're only one issue behind.
1: Yeah, I, I might have to do that because that it is is a really good story. Like I, I really I really recommend it. It's hitting home for me in particular right now with the whole like new kid thing, so that's like stirring up, you know, some feels in me and stuff. And I like how they just kind of <laughs> it's really like it's it's all about like real life, but it just kinda of smashed into like a little sci fi rapper. Um, but other than that, it's really a, a really grounded in. I mean, even though it's all about aliens, it's really grounded in humanity, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, but I'm really enjoying that. Uh, a friend of mine lent me uh, Hawkeye trades, so I was reading them oh, nice. as well. And they're ridiculous. Um, he's all upset because the apparently, um, you know, some of the creative staff is now leaving.
4: Yeah, the like author few, and the artist are leaving. Uh, I think they have one more issue left, and then uh,
1: yeah, they're leaving at like twenty-two or something like that.
4: I think so. And so then uh, then there's a new team coming on, which doesn't look bad. I'll be honest. I don't. I, I know it'll be a hard transition for those that were were really diehard. Yeah, but
1: there's something really special about the combination that they were doing with these. Oh
4: yeah.
1: Um, that, uh, that I'm reading there. I mean, that that's like it, it's very like that's not <laughs> typical stuff that we're seeing in there. No. So that's awesome. Um, I read through uh, the first two trades of like the Court of Owl stuff. Um, I guess it what was that the New Fifty Two Batman or something. Is that what it was?
0: The Court of Owls.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, what it was called. End. End. Yeah. What's that?
0: Owl's Court. Hey, Owl. <laughs> Ooh, uh, Owl. 45. Oh right, i have my bad. Owls. That's I wicked, am... pissa. Sorry.
1: I'm so- no, I got a Philly accent. Sorry. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> just apologize for that. Um, what else is going on? I did a very bad thing, guys. Ooh, very bad thing.
0: Did you do the bad thing on the good foot?
1: (sighs) Almost. So, so Lego put out the shield helicarrier. Oh,
4: did you get it?
0: Oh, did you get it?
1: (sighs) Got it. it.
4: It's it's VIP only right now until the twenty third. Yeah,
1: but um, it's VIP only and it's already sold (laughs) out. I, is got seriously? In, I got in before, before it sold out. Um, so you can still get in now, but it's like it's rumored to ship yeah, around right. like the, the 12th, I think. March 12th is when the next shipment's going out. I, somebody I know just ordered one today. You seriously
0: um, need to time-lapse create it with one of your cameras so that you can I, like, post that at the end?
1: I was actually kind of considering that because I even went all out and I bought the, the like. The, bought power the power
4: kit. You bought the power I kit did, too. I did. <laughs> Shit.
1: I did. I had to go. I mean, come on. If you're gonna go that far, you gotta go all the way. I don't know. Those things um, are expensive, dude.
0: I'm just imagining. <laughs> like I'm just
4: imagining.
1: They're really not. The power kits. The power kits really weren't. I mean, it only added like an extra, like 100. forty bucks. to Everything. Okay. How much well, it was in total though?
4: I need because each piece is like twenty bucks. Uh, How
1: much total? Well, I mean, it's three fifty for the helicarrier. Oh, free shipping!
3: Oh, what? <laughs> That's a deal. Why didn't you get like two of them? That
1: makes
4: it better. <laughs> Leave
1: one in the free box. Oh, well, seriously? Have you seen the size of the box? Free shipping on that thing is actually a deal. Oh man, yes, it's huge. Um, but yeah, I think the carrier is actually
4: bigger than my ISD, which is freaking huge. I don't
1: think it is. I don't think it is. Oh, wait, I think it's
4: longer. It's just a hair.
1: Wait, which one? You have the regular Star Destroyer, not the.
4: I have the Imperial. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not, okay. Yeah, because it's smaller than the Super Star Destroyer they put out. Mm-hmm. But it is. It is bigger than the regular Star Destroyer, um,
4: which is yeah. already huge. I mean, this is.
1: Yeah. Wow. And it has you the micro figures in it.
4: House. Yeah, those first ever. I mean, that's almost a have to have for you because a new kind of figure.
1: Exactly. You know. So I'm, so
0: I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop us.
4: <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> you know, yeah, 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 Welcome yeah. to the <laughs> Select Lego so, Podcast. No,
0: no, I'm actually gonna talk about this because I think it brings up a good topic of conversation right here, Dave. Without like dragging you through it over and over again, though, you just spent. Roughly $400 on a Lego one Lego item. Okay.
1: When you say it like that, it sounds bad.
0: No, but I want you to think about this as to look back to a a year like 1993 or 1995 even. Okay. Could you have fathomed at that point in your life spending $400 on something? Or trivially buying a sixty-dollar video game.
1: Um, it was nine. Wait a minute. <laughs> Let's see where were we at in
0: ninety-five? See, sadly, in ninety-three, I was just past high school. 18, 19. Okay. Yeah.
4: All right,
1: and oh, wow, all right. Yeah, I
4: graduated in ninety-five, so you guys are a little bit ahead of me. Yeah,
1: I was still in college. I didn't exactly take. Well, we'll we'll actually get to that error. Um, with one of the reader mail questions. Um, but the... Yeah, it wasn't trivial to drop... Well, because I had to drop a little bit more on video games at the time, and we'll get to that later. So, yeah, it wasn't trivial. Um, that was when I actually gave up on comics because I had to pick and choose my hobbies. Um, I did get out of Lego at the time because I kind of... They kind of went into a bad direction for a while, which luckily was that time. So I was able to get out of that. So I really only had gaming as my hobby back then. But yeah, I never would have thought that I would have been in a position where I could do that stuff.
0: So I guess the, the question I'm posing to the panel is, you know, we actually have a lot of younger viewers who watch the show. And uh, I was talking with one of them, and they were like, how long have you had the site up for? I'm like, oh, 17 years. They're like, I wasn't even alive then. And I think one of the interesting perspectives to look at is actually gets us into one of our news topics of the week. Um, Obviously, The Order 1886 is coming out this Friday.
3: Hooray!
0: And there have already been full full playthroughs leaked to the internet, and it looks like it's going to be about somewhere between four and seven hours of gameplay. Oh. Now... See, yeah. you say "Oh, Turo," uh, but I say "Thank God,"
3: because I can actually finish the damn thing. Well, because yeah, no, that's a good thing too. But I, I like a I mean, a half price or something like that. No, I don't know. I'm not surprised
2: at all for that type of game. Survival horror games are notoriously quick on gameplay.
0: And I think, I think really, this is there's a unfair um, juxtaposition that goes on based on when we were kids and had nothing but time and had no money, where we maybe only got three or four games. And this is the the thing I've been thinking about during my five-hour drive today, is (laughs) that when we started our console lifespan, the landscape was so radically different from what it is today. There wasn't a new game coming out every single week. There was, or five, as in the case of this week, Ugh. you know, and there was. We did save our money, and the, we played those games over and over again. Especially those of us that came up in the NES and the Super NES eras, we played Ducktales over and over again. We
1: played and it was also, Daga. and we also have to remember, it was so much harder to get at information back then. Oh yeah, there oh, wasn't I no, there was no. I right? Had, yeah, I had well, no. No, Game filled. Facts wasn't even around. I mean, I'm talking back in the Genesis days where we had nothing. You the had to go
2: was, to like the comic book store where all the geeks hung out and say, oh, how do is. I do
1: this thing? I was just talking Who about this that? too. And there was also, um, way back in the day, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but we used to have these things called um, uh, uh, mag- magazines. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo and Power. Actually,
1: and they were actually served the purpose back then because they would be where you got the reviews from. But the mainstream magazines, like I couldn't get I actually there was this one magazine I liked, and it was run by fanboys, alright? It was called Die Hard Game Fan. Anybody remember that?
0: Wow, really? Yeah. Really? That's your go to? That's gonna Talk be my go to for one. of gaming.
1: I but yes, but for one reason, they were fanboys and they had first of all, they had nobody could compare with their screenshots. Let's be honest. They had a slick production team. Yes, but, but
0: when they run articles like the five <laughs> women of gaming with the largest breasts. No, you know, no, it was, this is before, you know, this is was before they went bad.
1: there. Okay. The only reason I like them is because they, they actually pointed out my favorite game of all time, Gunstar Heroes, and I never would have heard about it if it wasn't for that magazine. Nice. So they did give props to games, to little games. All the other magazines were just like everything was Street Fighter Two. You know, Madden, like, all the the big games and everything like that. You know, Mario and Sonic. So this was, like, you know, they actually said, like, hey, check out this Gunstar Heroes game. It is the best thing ever. It makes the Genesis do what it shouldn't be able to do. And, And that was useful back then. But, I mean, there was, like, there was no, like, online presence or anything. I mean, if you were really, like, going down the rabbit hole, you were doing, like, Usenet and everything. But even that wasn't as popular back then. See, and I don't want to get
0: too far down the rabbit hole of, well, back in our days, because that's not really where I was headed with this conversation. But my point is, is I think we all have that mindset of, well, Dragon Age Inquisition was a good value because I got 100 hours of gameplay out of it for $60. But I also think that there is a value proposition into having a shorter game without filler that tells a story in a concise way like I'm hoping the Order 1886 will. I personally would not be upset with a four- to seven-hour game that tells its story, does what it needs to do, and doesn't put a bunch of additional filler crap to expand it out to 20 hours. Alien Isolation. Excuse me. That, that's kind of the idea for me. I don't mind this. But I still think it unfairly gets judged for that while I'm not making 100 hours for my $60 purchase.
1: And I, mean, I will say that probably hope? that attitude is exclusive to being like an older, more like established in your career kind of gamer. Like when you have a little bit extra like money to throw around, you don't mind that stuff because you have less time and you have more money. It's the cruel joke of life.
2: I have cause... no money, <laughs> but I've, I'm still going to like play the order. Just because what I look for in a video game is an overall experience, and if that takes seven hours, so be it. Like, I'm not saying, like, ah, it doesn't have 100 hours, because, I mean, it's nice that Dragon Quest Inquisition has 100 hours, but then I burn myself out doing all the little side stuff, and then when it's, like, time to actually play the story, I'm just like, I've already played it for 100 hours. So, I mean, there is an upside to shorter games, especially when you're older, even when you're younger, too, I mean, like, with 10 games coming out in a week or whatever, that's a lot of gaming time to go around, even if you have your mom, your parents' money to burn and the time on your hands, right? Like, that is a lot of game time, so a short game isn't necessarily a bad thing.
1: I mean, I agree. I personally love short games, um, but I could see people getting upset about that. But I also, on the other hand... A lot of times when games have, like, you know, extended gameplay where they're, like, you know, padding 100 hours into it, a lot of it's padding, you know. There's fetch quests in there, like, and all kinds of, like, annoying little stuff on the side that, like, doesn't really add too much. Like, I remember in, um, whatchamacallit, in, um, oh my god, the, um, Infamous, Second Son, um, they, they padded it with some stuff in there. I mean, it was luckily the gameplay's fun and everything. You didn't mind doing it and everything, but like literally a lot of the side missions did not need to be there you know, for the game, and it could have been even shorter if they didn't add that padding in. So it's well, kind I of have... like, do you want the padding, or do you want just a concise game? Hmm. Six in one hand, half in the other to a lot of people.
0: Taro, you were playing Evolve, were you not? Or you were thinking about it? I can't remember.
3: I was thinking about it. Um, I'm going to pick up Evolve. That is one that I'm going to pick up, and then Dying Light. I'm just going to wait till either it goes on sale uh, one way or another.
0: Those are two games. What? No! So the the point I was going to make with Evolve is one of the things I started thinking about in my playthrough, because I've really been (laughs) trying to wrap my head around what I think about Evolve, and that, to me, is we're locking a bunch of content behind progression gates to expand the number of hours that it takes to actually finish the game. You don't get the second and third hunters for whatever class you're dealing with until you use every single weapon X number of times and get the required number of
3: oh, experience geez. to unlock it. They prestige so, the hell out of it?
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly – I mean, and there's something to be said for that when it feels natural, but you know, if I don't like
3: certain arc, gun. Arc,
0: arc grenades – You know, and I'm out there throwing arc grenades at a monster to get XP instead of working with my team.
3: And where's the fun?
0: Is that a good dynamic or is that just padding? And so that's the kind of stuff to me I think is gray area. But I'm actually, if this tells its story and it does it in a fun cinematic way and it's short, I I have no problem. Matt, you haven't chimed in on this at all. What do you think?
4: (laughs) I'm just sitting here waiting my turn. Um... Honestly, yeah, yeah it's it, there was a there was a situation you know Dave and I stumbled into on Facebook today that kind of hit this same point. Um, so this is this is kind of a, a re, definitely a relevant topic. Uh, but there's there's something to be said for the experience, right? You pay. It's like <clears throat> I think I think this was one of the points Dave made earlier. You know, you pay ten dollars to go see a two-hour movie. Pay sixty dollars for a six-hour game. I mean you're 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 not talking that big of a, a difference in in price or disparity of time versus entertainment. If you enjoy the game, if you enjoy what the developer did and you want them to be able to do more, then paying the full retail price for the game is going to help that happen. It's it's kind of the old school Kickstarter, right? You like things, you buy them, then they can do more things. Um so I don't know. I've gone back and forth on getting this game so much and all of this hullabaloo about the speed run four hour video leaking thing has almost convinced me back into buying the game again just because, you know, I think it is going to be a good experience and I think it is going to be worthwhile. And we've just gotten into this whole judge a book before you've even ever seen its cover mentality that... Just kind of drives me nuts, but then again
2: or YouTube I, comment mentality I, I, where everything's bad
4: right and i I don't know i I honestly I think as long as you enjoyed the game if it was two hours or two hundred hours, if you enjoyed the game and you enjoyed what you were given it's 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 all of a cost benefit you know uh, I, I guess you know I'm old,
1: <sighs> yeah, especially if you look at like some of the older games we used to play.
4: Oh yeah, you would I buy mean, them from
1: the store, and they literally had 13 minutes of actual gameplay.
4: Right. I mean, there there are tons of games we played the crap out of, not because they had tons of content, but because it was it was progression sure. locked. I mean, you 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 got to these parts that were so hard, you basically, you know, until the concept of of you know, uh, continuous deaths, which you know, the first game I remember that really being an impact for was Ratchet and Clank. You mean I can try that jump and I can die, and if I don't make it I don't have to redo all of that stuff again? You know, to me that that, that, was, a, that was a revolution See, that, that in brings the up, way you play games. Well,
0: that brings up a really cognizant point when you think about it, and this is another way that gaming has changed. There were no such thing as save points on ROM cartridges.
4: Right. Passcodes yeah, if you were lucky.
0: You know, later in the life cycle. Yeah. yeah, if you were lucky you had passcodes for Kid Icarus, you know, things of that nature, but there Again were no man. save states. It really wasn't until the PlayStation 1 era kit rolled around that we actually had memory cards and ways to save our progress.
1: No, that's not true. Yeah, there was tons of save, you know. There was save in, like, Super Mario
0: RPG, and that was on a SNES. Later in the same Super Nintendo's life cycle, but it, definitely not when it started. It but it awful. was for a
4: very limited type of game. You know, your your RPGs, your Legend of Zeldas, those had the... the Battery
3: backup. The, the
4: capacitor battery or whatever in it. I,
0: I was and, actually just going to say, yeah, try plugging one of those in now.
4: Right, you know, yeah, I have recently. <laughs> and yeah, they, they, they don't work.
3: <laughs> it just says file corrupt or something of an error if I even try to save. I tried it on my old Pokemon. Just The battery's dead. It won't keep a save at all. I um,
0: like where uh, you're going. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think it's something to definitely look at. Dave, I, I didn't mean to necessarily interrupt, but I thought it was a relevant time to do it. Did you have anything else that you did this week?
1: Probably not. I mean, there's...
4: <laughs> there's a ton of Legos behind you still.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 increased. I, I did find my, um, whatchamacallit, I also did get my TIE advance. so
4: I was looking for that the other day and I couldn't find it.
1: Yeah, I eventually found one, so I was all excited about that because that's a really cool ship. And it's got the Inquisitor. <laughs> um,
4: Speaking uh, of which, not, a- not to interrupt you again, D- Dave, but uh, I just found out, I picked up this month's previews, and I just found out there's a uh, Kanan... Comic coming out linking what happened to him after Order sixty six. Really? Yeah, it looks to be an ongoing series. It, it's not identified as a miniseries, so that's
1: kind of interesting. Um,
0: and once again, we've devolved into Star Wars. Yay! I'm just kidding.
4: It's, hey, I know. It, it's big. Come on, man. We're gonna be talking. Mean, it's I mean, only gonna get worse as the year goes on.
0: <laughs> I'm aware. I'm well aware. Apparently,
4: it's. are still asking. My kids are still asking me. When is Star Wars coming out? Not till December.
1: Oh, also, Lego surpassed Ferrari in most powerful brand this week. Wow. Yeah. So they're like number one in like brand power ranking, whatever the hell that means. Um, so you'll have to
2: drive a Lego car in a Formula One race against a Ferrari. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Um, Kate, how about you? What did you do this
2: week? Uh, Quite a bit, actually. I was hoping you would get to me, because I did have quite a bit of stuff to talk about. Um, Well, first thing off, I was playing more Dragon Age. Um, I'm kind of at the point now where I don't really have anything to do besides stories, so I'll probably finish it up in the next couple days. Um, One thing I did want to point out, because, I mean, I wasn't around here for, like, Mass Effect or other Dragon Ages, but it's something with Bioware that I really want to point out as awesome is the homosexual content and how they don't care if people get pissed off about it. It's like, when you're a gay person, that's still a really big minority that isn't shown in gameplay, like in video games. And if it is, look at Grand Theft Auto, it's usually like a joke or a stereotype or whatever. So I like that it's such a non-issue, especially in Dragon Age Inquisition. Like, everyone almost swings every way, and like no, there's no comments about it or anything, and... BioWare even said when all the people were like, oh my god, Male Shepard can like do it with another dude, Ew. they pretty much were like, yeah, fuck you. We don't like it too bad. And I, I really appreciate that because it's like they're actually caring about another section of people who play games that have been ignored for a very, very long time. So
1: They also like, don't force it. No, well, it's just it's like there. It's not like it's hammered in your face, like it's hammered in there or anything. It's no, just, it's, it's just it exists, and no in. one
0: gives a shit. Right. So, you know what? I I this is actually one of the few flaws for me for Inquisition. Not the fact that there's content like that, but the fact that number one, you can only, uh, how can I say this? You can only have a sexual encounter with someone once in the entire game, and number two it is done far worse than the original game. Uh, In the original game, you could have multiple partners, you could actually create long-term relationships and then break them off and then start up with someone new, and that would actually affect how those characters reacted to you further down the gameplay chain, which was very interesting. But I have to say that the, the scenes were actually much more graphic and more realistic in the first one, and this one is, it's like if the first one was rated R, this one is super PG-13. They are not very...
2: Well, see, I haven't gotten as far yet to consummate a relationship. I'm working on Josephine, but, um, yeah, I haven't gotten that far, but it's just, it's... Is Josephine No, she's Ruffles, as Barrett calls her. She's the, uh, one of the advisors. She's not in your party.
0: Oh, 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 I know you not. Okay.
2: Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's something that I want to applaud them for, because they've been doing it for, like, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, Dragon Age. They like, they don't care if you don't like it. And I just really appreciate that they stuck to their guns about that, because there were a lot of people who complained, and they were like, you're not the only kind of gamer in the world. And that's just, I've always just wanted to say it out loud. that I think that's awesome. And as far as other stuff goes, um, I've actually been watching... Like, I don't, I'm not one of those people who watches people play video games. Like, you know, there's all kinds of Twitch streams of people playing things that you can watch. But I've been watching a lot of fighting game tournaments, like the offline. Tournaments like EVO, TFC, and that. And it's actually helping me with my own fighting game skills. Watching the offline people, because that's where the real talent is. Not online. People are like, oh, I'm like a rank, you know, A plus online. It's if like the offline people would utterly destroy them. Like that's where the real talent is. So even just watching the videos of what they're doing, not only is it like kind of the funnest kind of video game to watch because they're doing all kinds of cool shit that I'm never gonna be able to do. But I have noticed that it has helped me, and that brings me into the other thing I was doing this week. Dead or Alive Last Round dropped yesterday, so I downloaded that onto my PS4. Uh, there are some. Huge issues for the Xbox One version though, and the Xbox 360 version.
0: I have a real quick question about this because yeah. I was not aware, but apparently there are two versions of the game. There is sort a of game, yeah a retail disc that has all of the content, or a free to play version of the game in which yeah you that's the same as Dead or
2: 5 Ultimate. That's the same as the PS3 and 360 version that came out before this. It's called Core Fighters, where it's you don't get any of like the extra patch scenes or costumes or anything like that, the core fighters is four characters, Hayate, Hayabusa, Kasumi, and Ayane, the four ninjas. And if you want to buy another character, you have to buy that character, like for like four bucks or whatever. But yeah, so you can play the game for free. And if you only play one character, don't give a crap about any of the other content or the story, because you can't play story on it either. You can just buy that one character, and if one of your characters is the ninjas, it's free. So you can play with people who have the game. So it's kind of of cool. Um, But you don't get all the same content as the people who actually paid for the game. Um, But the Xbox One and the 360 versions of Last Round have Assassin's Creed Unity Syndrome. It's just a busted-ass game that, like, is full of problems. I'm so glad I'm on the PS4 because just in the Facebook group that I'm in about Dead or Alive Last Round, everyone who's got an Xbox is going on about how, like, data transfer, save transfer, DLC, none of that stuff is working. The Xbox Store doesn't work for it. It freezes online, tag freezes, like, all these problems. But the PS4 version so far has been great. Like, I haven't had any problems with it, except for a few of the pieces of downloadable content that I bought for Ultimate are free. Like, it's like a little glitch for, like, 10 costumes out of, like, 400 so, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Um, it also, I think, has a distinction of not only having two season passes, but the most expensive season pass I've ever seen. There's a season pass that you can pick up for the game that is $93 for a season pass.
3: Ouch. We,
2: yeah, that's what yeah. it is like. It's a fighting but, game. But... That's a lot
3: of alternate yeah. costumes.
2: But... We looked at the content that is in, like, the two season passes. One is for future DLC that has not come out yet. The $93 season pass is for pretty much buying DLC that's already out. That's the package you'd buy if you'd never purchased any Dead or Alive version before that, and you'd never have bought any content. Because so we added it all up for each of the packs. If you'd bought them all individually, they come in it. $200. And you're getting it for $93. <laughs> So it's like 93 bucks, but when you add up all the stuff that's in there, if you had never bought it before, you're saving a hell of a lot of money. But then there's the second season pass, which is for content that's coming up. And it's like 50 bucks. But if you add up how much the packages usually cost of DLC, you're getting like two packs free. So even 50 bucks, I was like, that's not bad. Because this game, I think, has set a, re- a re- worldwide record for video games for the most DLC ever.
0: <laughs> uh, is that a? See, no, that's I, a good I'll time. tell you why I'm looking forward to this game. There's one reason, one reason alone, and it actually is maybe to me one of the saddest reasons in the world. And that is, <laughs> this is no, this is actually <laughs> probably the last time we will see an actual HD version of Virtual Five characters on any system.
2: Yeah, because Sega's going down the crapper again. Sega I
0: mean, <laughs> apparently does not care about Virtua Fighter 5, even though it did really well for them. And we, we've got, what, Sarah, Jackie, and... Um,
2: Akira and Pi. It,
0: oh, God, both of them are... <sighs> all right, so anyways, I know what characters... Yeah, there's four I Virtua, Virtua Fighter characters. Fight before we fight, so yes. Um, and they do
2: get costumes, too. Like, I mean, you can't give them glasses or different hairstyles and all that, but they do have more than two costumes, kind of thing. They don't get as many as the other characters because they are... T- Team Ninja's intellectual property, but they do still get some downloads like Halloween costumes and like that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, like oh, I hate Akira and Jackie. Ja- I think Jackie's my least favorite character. He's so ugly and annoying and a spammy bastard. I hate him. Hate him! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've been playing that. That's how um, you really feel. So me and Mark hopefully will do we'll
1: a, do quick, a bite quick bite of that. Yeah. I've so, been so,
2: I've been trying to unlock stuff because I didn't transfer over my save data because I was like, I haven't really gotten any fancy titles and I don't mind if I have to play story mode. So if again. you get
1: the retail version of the game,
2: like yeah. sixty bucks. No it's, it's 40.
0: forty. Oh it's, it's 40. forty. You get the storyline so you can play through the
1: same All, char-
2: all thirty four characters.
1: Yep.
2: Because okay, there's two so, characters.
1: So you save a lot there then. Oh yeah.
2: yeah, and you get like um some of the DLC that was released is included for free. So yeah. if you don't buy any other content and just the disc, there's a couple hundred at least costumes in there, all told over the 34 characters. I mean, that's not too bad. Like, it, you get a, if you've never played, if you've but, never purchased Dead or Alive 5 Ultimate, it's a great, great, great bargain. And it does look better. Like, it's not a direct port. They actually um, used a new engine called the soft skin engine. You actually, people are all like, ooh, because of the boobies. You actually notice it more on the guys. What, they, whenever there's a guy who has a bear, <laughs> bare-chested don't, costume. Don't no, it's just, um, <laughs> when, when the guy is bare-chested, it shows up, like, his muscles, the, in Ultimate, I always found they look like, almost like they were carved out of wood, or like they were plastic, because they were very, like, hard edge sort of thing, but the new the skin... <laughs> the skin now looks very realistic and translucent, like, real skin, so, like, the lines in the muscles look w- way more realistic. Like, I find... People always focus on the girls in Dead or Alive, but it, the noticeable difference is on the guys.
1: That's not true. I was always a Bayman fan.
2: And he looks sexy as hell in the game. Just saying.
1: He doesn't have his wetsuit yeah. costume, does he? Because I always hated yes, that. Yes, he
2: does. God, <laughs> ah,
1: so. Does Zack so, have the Teletubby one?
2: Yes. He's got a gold and a silver Teletubby.
1: Oh, just like the original.
2: Yeah, and he's got um, like big afro ones that where the afro is made of flowers.
1: Yeah, some of us in this room have been playing Dead or Alive since the original Saturn. Thank you very much. was a brunette.
0: I right there with you, buddy. Uh, which we're we're actually going to talk a little bit about that uh, a little bit later today.
1: We will.
2: And I also want to point out, speaking of watching fighting tournaments, this is kind of news. Um, this weekend is Winter Brawl, which is the first kind of big fighting game tournament. Um, kind of the swan song for Mortal Kombat 9, because the next big fighting tournament will have Mortal Kombat X, which comes out in April, um, but so this weekend it's in Essington, Pennsylvania, but um, it's going to be streamed on Team Spooky by Futeki Combat Network, Cape Cape Kick Punch Block Live. Um, it's going to have like Ultimate Street Fighter 4, Soul Caliber, Dead or Alive, Last Round. This will be the first one for Last Round. It's injustice, Mortal Kombat 9, Killer Instinct, Smash Brothers. So it's the first kind of, if you're a fighting fan, it's the first big one of the year. And you can maybe check it out on some of the streams because like I said, like if you're not that great at fighting games, but like them, like me, watching the offline tournaments does help. And it's also cool to watch like the best people at the game kicking each other's butts. Even though some of the games, they spam the same character over and over and over again.
1: Because you're simply the best. Better than, better
3: than all. The rest. The rest? <laughs> yeah. do <Better than> anything? <laughs> <laughs> Are you drunk already?
0: Shut <laughs> up! Yeah, I believe it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I also
0: um, the, the, am caught
2: up on oh, wait, all. Be, be, oh, sorry.
0: Before you go on, before you go on, just one last thing, super quick. Yeah. I was trying to find a picture of it to throw into the chat, but apparently the disc-based version of Dead or Alive Final Round looks like it's wet.
2: Yep, that's the way Ultimate looked too.
0: Yeah, I've been hearing this. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's Um, supposed to represent sweat because this is the first game where the characters also sweat.
0: (laughs) Okay. Do. Uh, good stuff. Uh, No, it's true. It looks wet. If I find it, I'll
2: put it in. I could just go get... Well, no, I downloaded it. But it, no, it's the same thing as I <laughs> 5 Ultimate. But no, but it also so is a lot faster on PS4. Ultimate took forever to load on the 360. I mean, not on 360, on PS3. But it's a, it's a way faster loading on PS4. Okay, now can I go on? Yes. Please. I was just gonna say the, the last thing was I've caught up on all the shows. I tried to put up reviews of Gotham and Face Off, but the site was acting weird, so I couldn't. But they're on my blog.
3: Commissioner Gordon go is the out. Joker. I knew the Joker.
2: it. The Joker is the Joker.
3: No, Commissioner Gordon. It was revealed <laughs> last episode. Finally, I knew it. I told you guys.
1: That dude is right. so typecast as a psycho already. It's not even funny. Because I've actually been watching Shameless,
2: and that kid's and, in
1: it. And that kid's in Shameless, <laughs> and he plays a psychopath. Wow. So it's like because totally got that
2: look about his face.
1: Yeah, he and he went like, off the rails. When he totally rails,
2: had the Joker smile, yeah.
1: And he went off the rails in the last episode of Shameless, and then like so, I'm watching that, and then he goes right. In, I'm, then I'm watching Gotham, and I'm like, oh crap. I was like, this kid is totally typey <laughs> ass. is like, just a sociopath. But
2: I, I didn't know how I was going to feel because I kind of w- was wishing in my heart that they wouldn't go there until Batman was an adult. Or Bob, like Bob,
0: we never- we're getting into spoiler territory. I've not seen it yet. Thank you.
3: Oh. Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon's Joker. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon's Joker. that over part.
0: The- That's fine. He's a Joker. Yes. All right. Crazy kids. It ah! also has Mark Margolis in it. I don't know who that is, so I'm happy. Matt!
3: Sean Sean Pertwee is the Joker. Uh, Yes.
1: (laughs) Cindy Margolis is the Joker? What?
2: No. Mark (laughs) Mark Margolis was in the episode, you know, from Breaking Bad.
1: I don't even remember who Cindy Margolis is. I just know the name.
2: (laughs) I said
3: Mark Mm -hmm.
1: Margolis.
3: I know. Why is... (laughs) Mark,
1: Cindy, what is, in, what is
3: uh, this? In, what? Oh, this is Markiplier here. We're gonna play Five Nights at Freddy's.
2: Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <Thank you.
3: laughs> this is off. We're just. This is Matt, the podcast. We're match. off the rails. Oh my gosh! No, we're Matt, on the rails. Us, yeah, we're on the rails. Matt, tell us
0: what you did the week. Please tell us what you did this
4: week. I did absolutely nothing. Um, I've caught up on all the shows except this week's iterations of them. So. Uh, so there's that. Um, <clears throat> been trying to catch up on comic books. Uh, Star Wars uh, issue number two came out. is continuing its amazingness. Vader number one came out, which I loved personally. I thought it was very well done. It's a bit of a divisive one. The next one will be Princess Leia, which will have a five-issue five, five issue miniseries and the Canaan, the last Padawan, one I mission, mentioned earlier. Uh, Spider... Verse has officially ended. I liked it. I thought it was good. Your mileage may vary. Um, let's see. Uh, other than that, I did plug in a few more hours in Lego Batman 2 with my daughter. Uh, so uh, I haven't played that one. So that was that was some fun. Fun. I'm still trying to finish up uh, the Telltale Jurassic Park. Um, it, it, it's definitely rough compared with their more recent iterations, but. Uh, I, I think it's it's pretty nice to, for me just to get an appreciation from you know how they developed their their style, um, and I got it for free so. Um, what else? Played a little bit more of Piece of Cake, a little bit of, a uh, little bit of Terra Battle, a little bit of Star Wars Commander. Uh, I thought I had Dave and Word with Friends, but then that's son of a book. Comes up and plays Qs and Vs and Ws on triple quadruple play word things with hey, words hey, don't, that no don't one's ever those heard of. Word
1: boxes more. in front of me, dude. You know what happens? You <laughs> know what
3: happens?
4: No, you set that up. I couldn't oh, block my. you. That's what happened. I had crap for letters. <laughs>
3: wow.
4: Anyway, I do play the uh, game
3: like
4: chess. He he plays the game like he's some kind of psychopathic word villain. Um. <laughs> Let's see. Other than that, really, I guess, I don't I don't know. I, we watched a lot of TV, had a lot of catching up to do, and it's been really crazy around here with all the kid stuff and people being sick and, yeah. So right, I think that's about it.
0: Uh, well, I've been playing the travel over the country game, but that hasn't stopped me from doing several other things. Let's see, I caught up on Agent Carter, except this week's. I caught up on Flash, except this week's. I caught up on Gotham, except this week's. So, uh, caught up on all that over the weekend. I have decided to attempt a Platinum and Dying Light, which uh, that game continues to boggle my mind in how good of a multiplayer game it actually is. It is very long. I think it's one of those games that's probably longer than it should be. But even with that said, I'm not getting tired of playing it, if that makes sense. So the things they have me doing, I guess, keeps it fresh. Um, beyond that, uh, wow, we got a bunch of quick looks done this week and in the can. Uh, we did post a quick look. I apologize for not being able to post on Friday. I got sick kind of over the weekend. Um, I posted as soon as I could this week. It is our longest Quick bite. Dave and I go on for 20 minutes because neither of us can play Spelunky. It's a good time. (laughs) I can play Spelunky.
1: In all fairness, I was much better on the Vita version. That was the first time playing multiplayer and the PS4 version.
0: Because, you know, there's there's that extra analog stick to throw you off that you don't use in Spelunky.
1: Dude, I don't know what the difference was, (laughs) but I'm way better on the Vita. Maybe it was like performance anxiety being in front of the camera or something. I don't know. Maybe I was just trying to impress um, you and screwing up because I got that whole dad thing. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'm not
1: <laughs> the even. Dad thing.
0: That, not gonna touch that baby. Right, no. no. just, just no. love me, daddy.
1: Love me, Daddy. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: so we got a couple of those done. Um, we're gonna do a couple more this week as I lead up because here in oh wow, I can't believe it. it's what's today Wednesday?
4: Most in 10 time. days,
0: I will be in Italy. Wow. In 10 days, I will be in Italy for two weeks. So uh, that's going to be interesting. I'm going to have to schedule some stuff in advance and figure out how to do magic of internets and things. So that should be interesting. Italian um, internet. I, I also been playing a lot of Marvel Puzzle Quest and recently won their latest uh, tournament with Wolverine and uh, I need to stay closer to the mic, apparently, because nobody can hear me. Thanks for the feedback. And other than that, uh, play Terra Battle, and then I've been continuing to play
4: um, Hero Emblems.
0: Oh, good.
1: Hero Emblems. I
0: thought you were going to say the D word. Not a
1: free-to-play game. (laughs) I I actually started playing Puzzle Quest. Oh, no, no, no.
0: So I traded that in. I traded in Destiny, uh, even though I have the season pass for extra content, I could care less about the House of Wolves DLC, and uh, uh, Bungie can fuck itself. So there's that.
2: Wow. Um,
1: it's that kind I of I
0: did.
2: You've gone cold turkey. <laughs>
0: yeah. I have been looking at Mortal Kombat quite a bit more. I'm getting more and more excited for that. Um, And I was also thinking back to 1992 when the game launched, Mortal Kombat, just the history of the franchise and some of the crazy, crazy dumb things that they have done with Mm -hmm. a smile on their face. I can't wait wait to see what the hell they're going to do with this game. Because 9 was so good. I was listening to another podcast, and the funniest freaking hypothesis what if you do a babality to Kung Lao because he's old now and he turns back to MK2 Kung Lao? That'd be hilarious. I I would laugh my ass off. Everybody else turns back into a baby, but old Kung Lao turns back into younger man Kung Lao. I would think that would be hilarious.
2: <laughs> Even if he, especially if he turned into the sprite from Mortal Kombat <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, that's that's. Uh,
3: the that would be perfect.
2: It's not a sprite. It's a mocap. I mean, that's a whatever. real... You know yeah, oh, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
0: The same assets from Mortal Kombat 2... In this game,
2: that would be the best. That would be the best. So, well, yeah. World we the, the reason we have the ERSP rating system. It is. It, it, and one of the
0: other things I learned on another podcast, because I'm driving in whiteouts and need something to listen to so I don't fall asleep and die, um, is that apparently if you ever wanted to watch the um, petitions in Congress you can actually go on CNN's website, or not CNN, C-SPAN's website, and they have archived everything they've ever broadcast so you can watch on-demand those battles on Capitol Hill of where the ESRB was established. It's where Wow. It established. So where that, they say, get of, ready,
2: fight, and then they all kind of go like this with their hands.
3: Pins and well, papers. And yeah. work.
1: actually
2: taking this paper clip. New,
3: Soliloquy.
0: It was Nintendo throwing everyone else under the bus. Oh, Nintendo cares about your people, but those douchebags at Sega—they don't care about your kids. Although, which is funny because when you look at the Mortal Kombat versions, the Super Nintendo version had blood, and the Sega version had green blood.
4: Whoa! <laughs> no, Super, Nintendo. whoa, 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 whoa. Super Nintendo had
3: sweat, and Genesis Dude had man. blood.
1: Excuse me. Yeah, you have that backwards, sir. The yeah. Genesis
3: one is had the one, blood. Had the blood and Super Nintendo had sweat. Yeah, oh, that's right. It had the
0: sweat, but it had the blood code. You're right. You're right. That's right. Yes.
3: No, sure. I think that, I
1: actually. I think the very first game, <laughs> first Mortal Kombat, if I'm not mistaken, they were both. Oh no, both... you're right.
0: That was Mortal Kombat Two.
1: Right. Now, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat Two too. is when Super NES came around. The yeah. first one, the Genesis, had the only real version. Yeah, and and it's just funny that it's like the
2: Super Nintendo...
1: Yeah, well, Super I think Nintendo version... You still version... had to plug in the Abacab.
2: Yeah, the Super Nintendo version got rid of the blood, but you could still uppercut people into a spike ceiling. Like, I mean, yeah. how, is that, how is that better?
1: No, it was a oh. hot ceiling, and they just sweat a lot when you hit them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's a lot of sweat, man. So the <laughs> uh. uh yeah, so hot. Wasn't, but, yeah, wasn't the code Abacab? A V yes, it was. Man, why do I know that still?
2: Watching Mortal Kombat 9 in the fighting tournaments, the fatalities and x-rays just seem way... They don't seem as brutal as the ones in this one because the anatomy is so much more real in the next-gen one that when you're watching the x-rays and the fatalities in the older ones, like, at the time, it was like, oh, my God. But compared to the Mortal Kombat 10 ones, it, like... Mortal Kombat 10 is so much more brutal. So when
0: you think back to 3 and Brutalities, because Brutalities are the big rumor for this game, what I like uh, conjecture about is what if Brutalities return as stringed X-ray attacks? No exploding in the nine different rib cages or anything like that, but a series of quick stringed X-rays Ray attacks over and over until every bone is broken in their body. I would think that would be pretty drastic. And I want. How long would it take. turn? No, it would be just like I mean, probably the first one would go the normal speed of an X-ray, and the yeah. next one would go twice as fast. <laughs> <before> <laughs> and after that, yeah, exactly. But okay. you see every every bone break as it happens. Okay. I could see right. that being really.
3: The and whole... then who knows?
0: Maybe, maybe at the end they do explode in nine rib cages and blood, like they did in Mortal Kombat 3. I would I prefer care. that.
2: I <laughs> want <laughs> them to know. I want them to bring back friendships. I like them friendship. way better than rivalities. Friendship. I especially liked how confused Shao Kahn sounded when he did a friendship. He said, "Friendship, friendship. <laughs> what the?
0: What? So, I'll have you know that if I did not like people that I was playing against in the arcade." That was my finishing move, because it pissed people off. What, a friendship fatality? Oh, no, Shao Kahn's, Shao, not Shao Kahn's, uh, Shang Tsung's friendship. Oh, I, he was the rainbow one, right? Laugh and make a rainbow. It's the greatest thing the ever. Best. Oh, and man. We'll get people more pissed off than anything else in the world. It was the greatest. So
3: I, I did the thing. Uh, people get really pissed off the
2: fatalities, especially in, like, tournaments. <laughs> like, they get so mad.
1: Dude, I was Especially the guy. If you use like, Baraka, as it came to that moment, like I couldn't do anything. I would always mess it up, and it would just sit no. there. i be like tap 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 tap, and then the guy would just go. Like
2: just in like, the honest, <laughs> like in, you've seen the honest trailers of Mortal Kombat, right? No. The honest game trailers. Yeah. Oh, it has that in it where it's like, <laughs> if I could just get the button right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was totally me. I was just I'm like, I'm putting it on YouTube look-
2: after this is over.
1: I would always look at somebody, like, if I actually did win, which was rare, and I would just look, I was like, yeah, I had no business winning. I'm, I'm just sorry. And I would just walk away in shame because, like, I couldn't do the fatality. Unless I was Johnny so, Cage.
0: Since we're on the topic of Mortal Kombat X, it is, of course, uh, approaching the period that the game will be released, so we are getting lots and lots of news articles. Don't know if you all saw this. Rumors. Rumors. No, this is not rumors. This oh. is confirmed. Todd McFarlane has granted hey. Mortal Kombat X the permission to use Spawn Ooh. in their lineup.
2: Take that Soul Caliber. caliber. Is that again, in so,
0: <laughs> McFarlane has said that he wants to expand the, the Spawn brand, and in doing so, he signed a deal with Warner Brothers that grants the, limited, the company limited access to Spawn for use only in its video games. And oh, so he could show up in Injustice too. It could, in Injustice too as well. Uh, nothing's been confirmed yet, and McFarlane even says, I don't know if they're ever going to use it, they just might squat on it, but they do have the right to use it.
2: If well, they so. we already know that they're going to have console-exclusive characters, but if this is a recent development, it probably will be DLC, because they would have had to make those characters a while ago. Like, just to, then, you know... Program them, oh, of course. The well, other side reasoning. of that
1: announcement, they may have already had talks in the works and they That's may true. already have, like... Or it could be just one of those things where it's already on... The, everything's already on the disc and we're just, like, you know, paying yeah. money to unlock it.
2: Well, if he's a console-exclusive one, I kind of hope he's Xbox because so I don't really care about this one.
1: Aww. Ooh. I'd rather have mm. Pinhead from Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> How has he not been in the Mortal Kombat games already? I don't
2: know, Free Crew was in it already.
3: Yeah, seriously.
2: Was the oh, other predator. Predator, predator. Yeah,
3: Predator was, was the other rumor.
0: So the other the other side of it, it, it the one thing that we do need to uh, report on that they clarified is that Jade will not be returning as a player
2: character. Yeah. So. Because um, Katana, you know how they each have the um, three different versions of themselves? Katana has one called Mournful where she uses some of Jade's moves. Uh. So that also made me think we will not be seeing Johnny Cage or Sonia because Cassie Cage will have them in one of her versions. Has there. Yeah, because okay. she has a version called Hollywood, which will be Johnny Cage. Oh, that's
3: okay. Uh, awesome.
1: Ah, no, uh, there's no Johnny Cage, I don't She know. has his moves,
2: though. Like, she has an X-ray that's, nut punch. That's not, not confirmed. It's not confirmed. We that's know. not confirmed, it's just... but as soon as they said that, I was like, I wonder if that means we won't see be, Sonya Johnny Cage. There's got to be I some hate, time
3: travel going on in this I game. I hate because... Mortal Kombat without Johnny Cage. I don't it, care.
2: The, game's, the game takes place over 25 years, so we may see them at some,
3: like... Um, I say time-traveling time, time traveling or something, because... They have
2: to get together at some point to have Cassie. It's old. <laughs> Ow. Uh,
0: one of our panelists said, when did this become a fighting game podcast? Because it's the <laughs> fighting game season, and it's coming in now. Get so
2: out got, of here! It's a huge get blockbuster game. Can we just apologize now?
1: And I, I'm sorry. Whoever said that? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry.
2: Other
0: other news items that we have to tackle. Don't know if you guys noticed, but Sony kind of forgot something over the weekend. Oh, that's right. They forgot to. No, they forgot to to uh, keep their Last Guardian trademark. Which, of course. Sent the internet into an uproar, saying no, it's been it, canceled. It it's not no, no, coming no. out. Yay, they not but... forget
1: anything. They never intended to make that game. That game was coming out when like Mother Three comes out for the new Nintendo system. Uh, yeah, you might, you three. might want
0: to stop. You might want to stop there because Sony said, "Oh hey, this was an over overlook. Um, we're still working on Last Guardian, and they were they renewed the trademark today."
3: I don't when I see it. Lies. They were bullied into it by the internet. <laughs> there, there's lies, there's
1: li- there's lies, lies, and damn dirty lies. I, That's I a want damn you dirty to think lie. about
2: this.
0: I, I, this has been in production for so long.
2: And, it's gone um, beyond Final Fantasy production times. Nook, nook. Well, this, is, this is the key
0: part. Um, I, I was just listening to another podcast that, that basically broke it down for you. In the time that Team Eco has been working on Last Guardian, Naughty Dog has released Ratchet and Clank, uh, Uncharted point. 1, 2, and 3, Last of Us. And Naughty Dog is Uncharted not Ratchet
1: and Clank, and Clank dude. Uh,
4: Naughty Dog is I'm also sorry. not. It's, it's not sorry, infamous bro. either.
3: <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Let me start over. They have Please. Released, Nintendo's making uh, the new Halo game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jack and Daxter,
3: that's theirs, right?
0: That one is theirs? Jack, Jack and Daxter is
1: theirs, yeah. yeah. So they
0: released Jack and Daxter, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3, Last of Us, and most likely Uncharted 4. And Halo. In the, not
3: Halo. gold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I mean, when you think about it, the quality of games that Naughty Dog puts out that's saying something.
2: Yeah, unless Koreans have the best, best like game this. ever, it's going to be a disappointment. I'm, they're not working they on can't it. Be. They're not. No, they,
3: they are. are. <laughs> they've
2: got it. They've hired
0: the the guy that was in charge of the game to come back and continue working on the game, even though he no longer works at Sony.
1: He's working on something new and not that. Trust. Me, they don't let stuff like that. I mean, I understand that they they upped it and everything like that afterward. That that stuff doesn't slip through cracks. like it just. Oh. How many times do you think oh, a game development has
4: actually lasted longer than a copyright on the name? I, I I would bet this is one of the first times, if not the first time, that a development cycle has outlasted the initial copyright on a name concept.
0: I, I, I'm betting well, there is not
4: something so, in place.
0: Normally, for... they re, re, normally they renew it, because Duke Nukem Forever is a perfect example of that. I was just <laughs> ready to bring that
1: up. Somebody's going to come think, in and finish this game, and it's going to be a pile of crap.
0: I I don't think so. I think we see it... I think what happened is they stopped it as a PS3 game, made it into a PS4 game. I really think that we might see an E3 this year reveal with a release.
3: <laughs> oh, jeez. I Gotta really go. believe it. So, <laughs> really? how, long, on, how long did it okay. take for them to make uh, the, the other two games? Um Oh, why did the... Go
0: and Shadow. Shadow, Possibly yeah. How long they... did
3: it take them to make those games?
0: Came... I want to say it was four years between them, if I remember correctly.
3: Okay, but how long before they announced it and how long before it came out?
0: That I don't recall.
3: I heard they're
1: having frame rate issues with she- with the Guardian of the whatever dog. They're... Look, the they're going to kill the dog. <laughs> they're going to kill that dog, dog, thing, dog thing and it's just going to make everybody cry. You, this is not a game people actually want to play. I want to play it. No, because you're going to lose the dog thing. You're going to cry. You're going to be all upset. You know what's happening. They telegraphed it from the beginning. I'm a man. I don't cry. No, listen, dude. Listen. You can kill a dog thing and not have me cry. I'm sorry.
0: At hmm. this point, I I just want to, I want to see the freaking game. <laughs> whether it's a hot mess or whether it's the best thing Maybe ever created. It's false hype.
3: It's false hype. I, to I, make I, you want to get it. It
0: could be. You know, I was actually thinking about this. What way can we get more people talking about the Last Guardian? Oh, you know what? That trademark is due up for review. It's reviews. getting close.
4: It. Hmm.
0: Yeah, maybe we just let it expire and then renew it, and everybody and goes And the oh, internet blew up. Yeah, that's exactly it. So oh,
4: I, I, that's I think they far it. too much competence to these people.
1: You're I, sneaky <laughs> know, bastards. Matt, so Matt speaks are, the truth. Are,
4: are too much As go. a project Prior manager that you use for a living, you are ascribing way too much competence to these people.
3: This community manager. To
0: too, yeah, we'll see.
1: Um, <laughs> exactly. See, Matt and, I, Matt and I are both project managers. We know what really happens in this stuff. We, well, we are, let's so talk we... about a
3: project that is on track,
0: and that is the Deadpool movie.
3: Yes. yes! And, yeah.
0: and it's probably, Colossus, but
3: not the same actor. Probably, pro- Wait, what? what the Deadpool movie? They, they're adding Colossus in it, but it's not going to be the same actor from Last Dan and and Little Dog.
0: Oh, okay, great, great. But that's, <laughs> that's not what our news is. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was my news. I thought that's what we were going with.
4: Damn it. Our news yeah, now, that aura has been cast. The,
0: the news is that it is much more interesting is that Marina Baccarin, uh, yes. the
3: star of...
0: Homeland, Gotham, and of course, Firefly is now the leading lady. Uh, She she's not been named yet, but she will serve as the love interest for Deadpool. I am totally very much. Of course, uh, they've also announced Gina Carano uh, will be the supporting character Angel Dust, Um, and it's picking up pace. The, the title opens on the 12th of February. That's right in time for Valentine's Day next year, folks.
3: Any so, cable news on that? Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. All right. There's still time.
0: Um, the industry insider Tidex has appeared once again, saying that uh, the PS4 version of Tom Clancy's The Division will run on a higher resolution than the Xbox One cart- counterpart. He's also one of those insiders that has a stellar track record of predicting things. Uh, I, that is
3: also one game I am getting on the PS4 to play with you guys. So Thank
0: you very much. I, I tell you what, when I think about what this holiday season could be, I'm actually a little afraid.
3: Money-wise?
0: Uh, just money, time... Amazing games, when you think about the fact that Bethesda could very well announce Fallout 4 for this fall. I'm fine with that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have um, the newest... um, What's the house invasion one? Is that Splinter Cell? I'm having a blank all of a sudden. Um, The one where you're breaching the house to rescue the hostages.
2: Wasn't that the division?
0: No 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 no
1: no 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 no. Yeah, no, no. the divisions to land it's another, the land on the
0: it's another Ubisoft game, but it's um <laughs> I think it's Splinter Cell. Rainbow Six, maybe. Rainbow Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Oh. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be awesome. out this year. The division will be out this year. Uh there's the excellent Ooh. uh Xenosaga uh RPG coming to Wii U this fall. Um and we could have Fallout Four. That that's a whole hell of a lot of
2: Oh, i got a Kirby plus Amiibo. Dance guy. Congrats. That was so random. <laughs>
1: I know, but I, no, you, that was something I did this week, Is I bought the Kirby oh, Amiibo, and I have yeah. nothing to use in Amiibo.
3: That's where it all started. I, yeah, I, 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 Kirby. I bought the Kirby one, and, and then my girlfriend went crazy and bought all, all of them.
1: Almost yeah, no, one I one. just want the Kirby one. It's sitting on my shelf there next to my sack, boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: Nice. You hear that, you've heard that the second batch is looking to be incredibly rare. Like oh, pre-orders are getting canceled, and
3: hey, pre-orders yeah. are getting canceled on the second batch. So,
4: uh, does anyone else have
0: important news? Not minor stuff, but actually. <laughs> important, Gar- <laughs> important news. Wow, that is
4: important. Um, is the fact that the PlayStation Four is three hundred and forty-nine dollars on uh, Newegg right now important news?
3: Nice.
0: Yeah, you know, for about that amount of time that we spent on it, yes, absolutely.
4: Okay, and Sony's having a Critics Choice Awards sale as along as the the Oscar Awards sale with lots of things on sale, and Xbox is also having a sale for no apparent reason. So it's the no apparent reason sale. Ooh, that's
3: good. Um, <laughs> spring sale. Just call it spring what can sale. Sale, for sale. Oh, tax season. What are you
4: doing? It's tax season. That's Tax what season, on. there you go, yeah. Um, Xbox has, uh, this is just a, a synopsis one, this isn't the total thing, but they, they're on. Say, it's similar to what the uh, PlayStation does with their sales, where plus people get more of a discount. Gold people are also getting more of a discount on the Xbox One. Some of the titles on Xbox One include Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris, uh, Telltale Collection, which includes The Walking Dead, Seasons 1 and 2, The Wolf Among Us, Tales from the Borderlands, and Games of Thrones. Um, How much is that? Uh, fifty-five dollars for gold members doesn't say what it is for non-gold members. That's a pretty sweet deal, actually. That that is that's actually a really good deal. And there's a similar deal on PS4 too. Also, but let me um for 360, they've got Injustice: Mortal Kombat at seventy-five percent off for gold members. State of Decay, Skate Three, and Dark Souls are twenty-five percent off. Um, and it, there's uh if you want to uh, see the full list, it's on Major Nelson's. Uh, blog or whatever the heck he calls that thing. Um, and then on the PlayStation, there's a gajillion and twelve things. Arkham City on the PS3, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare on PS4, PS3, different versions of it on the PS4 and PS3, Child of Light on all three systems, Rampa two, 2 is on sale on the Vita, uh, Dang Rampa, Happy Trigger Havoc is also on sale, Dark Souls 2 on the PS3, Destiny wait, wait, on... Wait,
0: wait, 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 how much are those? Just out of curiosity.
4: Which the Dangarampas?
1: Yeah.
4: Dangarampa two is twenty three ninety nine and Happy Trigger Havoc is nineteen ninety nine. For plus members. For non plus it's twenty seven ninety nine and twenty three ninety
1: nine. I have the other one. I don't have the Happy Trigger Havoc one. Just...
4: That's the first one.
1: Oh, that's the first one.
4: That's the first yeah, one. That's the original. Oh, Dangarampa...
1: I didn't realize that they released both here. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was yeah. just the the second one they released here.
0: Now, Monokuma is one of the best psychotic teddy bears I've ever seen in any game, so
4: I approve. Ready, then. The D-word that we won't talk about is on sale with various different diversions. Uh, Diablo <laughs> 3 Reaper of Souls on PS4 and 3. Uh, Disney Infinity, the digital downloadable version on 4 and 3, is on sale for $12 a piece on either one. Dragon Age Inquisition is on sale for $36 on both platforms. If you want the Deluxe Edition, it's $42. Um, Far Cry 4 on two bigs. FIFA 15 on the 3 and 4. Hohokum on the 3, 4 and Vita. Luther Alsa on the PS3 and Vita. That game is so good. Luther Alsa. Luther Alsa. <laughs> Luther- I don't know why I say that like... uh like uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, Mercenary Kings on the PS4, Metro Redo on the 4, which apparently includes the two that were on the 3, upscaled and all that jazz. Uh, Shadows of Mordor on 3 and 4 for 25, uh, Never Alone on PS4 for 9, Ali Ali on all three systems, Outlast Bundle of Terror on 4, Persona 4 Ultimax, is that the dance one on PS3? Yeah. That's the Fighter. <laughs> oh, that's the fighter. Okay, that's the fighter. All right, uh, Risen 3 on the PS3. South Park Stick of Truth on sale for fifteen dollars on the PS3.
3: Nice, pick that up. Anybody who doesn't have it.
4: Yeah. Tales of Exilia, I believe it's actually pronounced. Uh, Twelve on the three. Telltale's Games Collection on the PS4 is forty-four for Plus members and fifty-five for non-Plus members. Uh, regular price one hundred and
0: nine ninety-nine. Yeah, that's an even better deal.
4: Um, uh, so the Walking Dead season go... one and two, blah 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 blah. Wait, and wait wait, 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 okay. Where can what? they go to look at more? Is it on the PlayStation blog? Uh yeah, blog.us.playstation.com All right,
0: perfect. Because we need to get the reader mail. Because we've got quite a bit of it. But
4: before we do that, hey Dave. Yes.
0: Will you wash my back with a
1: loofah?
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um.
0: Lots yeah. of reader mail this week. Thanks for all your submissions and questions. Uh, of course, you can email Hey,
4: thanks us, for yeah. watching.
0: Yeah, both at GamersLedge.com. Awesome. Uh, oh, oh, one more thing. Uh, you can one also... Do,
4: quick. Neil uh, Blomkamp is making an Alien movie. Yeah,
3: I, yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, yeah, oh, how gosh, about that? You know, that's that. kind of awesome. That, the alternate that, that's, yeah, version. That it's
4: it's going to be an alternate version, but it's still going to be better than anything that's been put out in forever. So, Yeah. Um,
0: you can reach us at both at gamersledge You can leave a message in the YouTube's asking a question for next week's show. You can watch live on our uh, session and use the Q A feature to ask us a question live. And of course, we're also on Video Games Amino uh, when we've got quite a few questions this week. Uh, the first one is from Am I Insane, and the question nice is, yes. Yeah, it is a good. Is that the question? Uh, do you like <laughs> No, that's not the question.
2: Do you, like,
0: you look like Doctor Evil stroking your <laughs> non-hairless cat. You gotta do the thing. His
4: heading <laughs> his minky, minky. Do you want to build a snowman? Wait, no. Yeah, sure. we go? Um, do you like
0: NES emulators? Yes. Now, if you're not familiar with what an NES emulator is, it is a not exactly legal. Way to use your computer and a ROM file to play old Nintendo games. Uh, we, of course, are going to say you should do that legally and buy a Wii U and download games through the Virtual Console or a 3DS and download games via the Virtual
3: Console. Or get the actual yeah. system.
1: Right, but there's sometimes the you just want to play Athena and that's not available anywhere else.
0: Yeah, that would be, you know, when there's something that's not available in a way impossible. that you can actually pay for it, or impossible, then uh, that, that's... I, didn't, something... I haven't
1: seen Karnov, you know, on the virtual console lately. You
0: ha, know, just... I have to check and see if ActRaisers is there, because that game needs to be played again.
1: Oh, ActRaiser has to be on there. I use an emulator all the
2: time for the Sailor Moon RPG that was out on the SNES. What I
0: find more interesting is the people who use... Any emulators to do speed runs of games or to program the game to play itself or redesign levels based on switches. I find that to be very
3: interesting more
0: than using an actual emulator in itself.
3: To actually play the game?
0: Yeah. Because, you know, I'm sort of one of those, for the most part, old game is old kind of people. There are a few that I do like to go back and play once in a blue moon. Like, I'll play Mario 3 anytime you put it in front of me. But for the rest of them, I don't need to play it because I've already done it once. That's why I don't watch movies over and over and over again. Same type of thing. But if you can change what I remember, I guess is the best way to say it for me, then I'm much more interested than going back and playing something that's older straight. What do you guys think? You guys like? NES emulators? I
3: there's one thing that I do like about emulators is that it's showing people getting these files and then learning that there was extra content in it, uh, whether it be secret levels or different dialogue or a hidden boss or something. That's what I really like finding whenever people play emulators. That's just really neat that it's still still secrets in games that you thought you beat or loved or played. But other than that, if you can get a hold of a system or, you know, play it on a, the newer systems, whether it be, uh, what was it on the Wii? Uh, virtual or console? console. Yeah. yeah, then go for that. Uh, emulators, other uh, other than it just feels different. You need to have the two-button controller on an ENS. You, you can't do that with two buttons on a computer. Which I do. They,
1: they sell a USB version of the NES controller, um, which oh, is awesome.
2: It. Do they sell an S C N S one?
1: What's
3: that? Should, Did it NES. The
2: NES one?
1: I believe so, because I have, an, I have the NES one, and I also have the Sega Genesis, or not the Sega Genesis, I'm sorry, the Sega Saturn six-button controller. I hear uh, someone tapping away. I have a couple USB versions of that, of the Sega Saturn one, which actually wow. works on the PS3, which is awesome. Um, but the my favorite thing to do is to fire up an NES um, um, emulator. And run it at native resolution on your new screens, so they're like little postage stamp versions of the game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> just to see how, just to see and appreciate how far we've come.
0: <laughs> see, and, and I will say, um, I will happen to say that maybe during the PSP 2000 series lifecycle, I may have rom hacked my PSP so that I could play those games on the go. And I will tell you that the Sony buttons on a PSP actually. We're good analog, no pun, uh, for a Super Nintendo controller, believe it or not.
2: I may have done that same thing.
3: (laughs) I did. I'm going to admit it. But just to do nostalgic stuff. But now, I mean, it's not that hard to get a hold of an ENS or SNES. It's just, they're out there. If you have the money, it's cool. Especially if it doesn't work, you have to do the, you know... I, I can't blow into my computer to make it work. It's, it's nostalgic. Okay, just go,
2: like, this up and down. Uh, reset, yeah, just reset, reset, reset. put the AA awesome battery in, just right?
1: Not right. into the emulator, where they just, like, you have to blow in the <laughs> microphone. That. to work.
3: See you know, they, they could do that,
0: they could do that with, this certain, with certain controllers, like the PS4. You could do,
3: you could do that <laughs> By or random, like, it's, it's like, like your please awesome blew into, into the controller. Yeah, that's exactly now, it. By random, just random chances yeah. that it happens. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't, don't. Um, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> Shinkansen84 writes in and says, and you guys don't have this one, so I'm surprised. Uh, what's the first game you remember playing? I got it.
1: Yeah, I got this one.
0: Right, Goes first.
2: Mario Brothers on the NES.
0: Very good. Dave?
1: It, was, it was over, I remember it was over my next door neighbor's house. And it was one of the original Pong machines that had a light gun. And it was the light gun game, like literally, like there was a box on the screen. You shot the box and it would change direction. Like we're not talking anything complicated here. But that still like blew my mind that you can control something on the TV. And, and that kind of changed my life forever. And then soon after my family got an Atari
3: 2600. And then that was it.
0: Toru, what's yours?
3: Nintendo Track and Field, yo. My hands <laughs> my hands were too grubby. My sisters Nothing. never let me play the controller because I would always get it covered in little kid goop. So <laughs> they were like, what game can he play? And they brought out the, the track, the giant pad, and they said, run. And I remember beating Cheetah when I was oh, four, three, four, just running my... Butt off, and I beat him. I'll never forget it. But Nintendo Track and Field.
0: So, I, I, had, that was to yeah. I, I had to think <laughs> about this for a second because I was going to say Pong, but then I realized I actually didn't see Pong until I saw the home version of it later. The first one I think I actually remember was in a bar. <laughs> I'm not saying why I was in a bar when I was like two years old, but in a bar, I saw the original Defenders on the CRT with the super bright lines and wow. bright lines for everything. Uh, back That was way back in the day.
1: But Defender was after Pong. No,
0: not Defender. Asteroids, Asteroids.
1: Oh, okay, there we go. Asteroids was still after Pong.
0: Yeah, I know that, but I didn't okay. see Pong until the home version hit for Pong. Oh, okay. <laughs> because the bar by my house that I was at had a Defender machine and I remember the knobs to play You're with. They
2: were very lax with
0: ID. Yeah. <laughs> It was a it was a different era. Let's just. You're it.
4: all acting like and, two um, olds in the bar is a weird thing. you were there buying cigarettes
1: for your mom. Because <laughs> <'cause laughs> we were allowed to pick up cigarettes for our parents back then. That,
0: yeah. That's absolutely true, honestly. But Honest, was yeah. back then.
1: Uh, Matt,
0: how about you?
4: It, it was either asteroids or Donkey Kong. I don't know which one. Asteroids would have been better. Well, no, I, I, just, I, I, I they were, answer. they were around the same time. It was either an asteroids con, it was either an asteroids cabinet, um, at, I don't remember where. I think it was a gas station around the area. Uh, which you could also buy alcohol at because you can buy all the alcohol at all the gas stations around here. Um, so he was picking and, up alcohol and, and
1: cigarettes for his mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was like, here's a quarter. Play the P
4: game. <laughs> uh, so it was either that or it was the first birthday party that I was ever invited to, and it was Donkey Kong on the 2600. And it
0: was, I'm the, not it was sure which the last one. birthday party he was also ever invited to.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, it probably was. I, I don't remember, but, you know.
0: Um, all right, then that brings us to our next question, uh, and then I'll leave the most controversial one, which I even told the person when they asked this that they were probably gonna end up causing a fight on here. Uh, but let's nice. get to this. One. Um, Anime freak gal asked, uh, it's actually two questions, but we'll call it all one. What do you think the next generation of games will involve? And do you think in the future we will use our mind versus our hands for inputs?
1: Ooh, can I go first? Go ahead. Okay. Um, I kind of don't like the issue of the I don't I don't like the concept of controlling it with your mind. And I actually have experience with this. <laughs> there was a. Okay, um, Professor Xavier. No, 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 no. There's a um, there's a uh, an exhibit at the in New York in the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. They have one of those there. And they actually have a little thing off to the side where you it's called mind ball or something where you actually hook up a thing to your head and you roll, you play against somebody and it shows like your brain waves and everything and you concentrate on moving a ball from one end to the other. And it's kind of like a tug-of-war with a ball but you're like trying to push it with your, you know, you're thinking about it and you're trying to push it. Any distraction... <laughs> that you have, like, when you're doing that. Like, I mean, your brain is a complicated thing. Like, it's going all over the place. You could be playing something. You could be really in you know, into something. And next thing you know, you're just like, you know, you're playing like, oh my cat, I love my cat. And next thing you know Yeah, you're you're all over the place now in the game because you're it doesn't know how to process that. So I don't like that. Um I was just just today actually re watching the movie Her and they had really great ideas on the future of technology in that movie. They were really subtle. They didn't really make a big issue of it. But one of the things was he was playing video games with that, and he was, like, doing just, like, little gestures with his hand and stuff like that to, like, you know, wander around and stuff like that. But it was clearly, like, an, um, I guess, like, an extrapolation of, like, what um, the Kinect would be, Um, but just, like, really detailed. And you would just see him, like, moving his fingers around and stuff. And controlling the action on screen. So I think it's probably going to be more of an evolution of that. Um, I really hate to see the controller go away because it's just so, like, that's my personal favorite. But, but
2: everyone hates the Kinect. They brought it and everyone hates it.
1: Yeah, but if they really make it, like, I mean, if you make that thing where it's, like, so good and you're just, and they make the gestures just really natural, like, that was the cool thing about the movie Her, if you watch that like the everything seemed really natural what he was doing. He was interacting <laughs> with the game with his voice. he was doing like little hand motions with everything. Um, it seemed to really make sense for what was going on in like the game he was playing in it, and he didn't make a big deal about it. so like it was kind of a neat concept on that, so I, I kind of like that
0: so one of the things that I started to look at is everything in gaming tends to run in cycles, and what used to be very expensive over time becomes less expensive. I literally have a uh, family member who is huge into, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but there are groups of World War II fighter pilot sims. Yeah. And they spend tens of thousands of dollars Creating a cockpit, a virtual cockpit for these sim games, and like you said, Dave, I have some experience with this because I played in in one of these units. They oh, actually how was have in. Inst- oh my god! But th- let me get to the part that that really made me think about this. You wear a headband, and the headband actually doesn't do anything, but they have cameras mounted at eye level that actually track your eyes. And so you've got usually three to five screens that surround you.
1: Yeah, the track IR stuff, right? That's what Right, it's
0: and cool. so, the, yeah, that's exactly it, track IR. So as you're looking up and to the right, the camera view shifts up and to the right within the cockpit of the plane. So you can see somebody strafing you from over there, or if you need to look down at a control, a virtual control, as opposed to one you may actually have in your hand. I have to say that I think that is a first step of what VR is going to be for us. Because I have not yet used the Oculus and I have not yet used uh, Morpheus, but I have a feeling that once we get to that point, even though I would consider it gimmicky, if they actually start to make games with that as the foundation from the ground up to support those devices, I think it's going to change a lot of how we game. Do I think the controller will go away? No. Because there are some people who just like to prefer to sit and play a game with a controller. I mean, Wii was a great example that, hey look, I can swing my tennis racket. Oh wait, after 25 minutes, I don't want to fucking move my arm. I'm just going to go... Oh, look, great. I can still kind do of, the exact You kind way.
3: of figure it out, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, and so I think I think the controller is always going to be there, but I think we're going to find more immersive ways to differentiate our gameplay experiences from the way we have them now. And I think VR is going to be one of those ways. Kate, what do you think?
2: I'm kind of with Dave where I don't want to see things with mind control um, because more of the... Socioeconomic ramifications of data input going into someone's brain—you know—it's not going to just be used for video games. Like that's a whole can of worms that
1: is kind of scary when you start thinking about it. Yeah, um, I wasn't even thinking of that side. Ugh. <laughs> the data like, collection—they yeah. collection do already is insane.
2: So I, I don't want to see that. Um, and like he said, the mind is just too complex because, like, you do get distracted. Like, someone talks to you and you turn away from the game. It's, like, if it's input with, like, brain, your brain and stuff. That would, I don't know, break the game. Essentially, you'd have to start over or so, something crazy. Um, yeah, I think it will go more towards VR. Um, I don't know that they can go much more real with graphics without people being completely turned off, because we're kind of at the uncanny, the bridge of over the Uncanny Valley, we're just about to step onto it, so I don't know as far as that goes, but yeah, I don't, I don't see the controller disappearing at all.
0: Kate, did you ever see the Final Fantasy movie? Yes. Did you see it in theaters on launch day like me? No. Okay. Did, Why? did, you, think that, did you think that that bri- broach the uncanny, uncanny valley. Because that's why a little a lot of critics panned it, say that it it turned people off because it was too
3: realistic. Talking about spirited something away, like spirited it. away.
2: No, um spirits from within or something. Whatever. Spirited away Miyazaki Final Fantasy
0: Miyazaki. Uh, no but yes. I I
2: Um well, yeah, because it was, like, if you look at it compared to stuff now, it doesn't seem as, like, oh my god. But at the time, that was such a leap ahead of any other CG stuff that had been seen
1: before, so, yeah. And it was met with great success. No, it Yeah, it, yeah it destroyed a company. And I believe it heralded <laughs> in, like, the golden age of Square
3: think that's <laughs> he said it.
0: I think You're it ended the golden age of Square, actually. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah.
3: Dave makes me giggle. <laughs> that's just true.
0: Matt, what do you think? You've been sitting quiet ruminating over there for a while.
4: Um, This is the thing that bugs me. I, I, I'm more focused on the first part of the question than the second part of the question. The first part of the question being what is the next generation going to bring? We're working on essentially the third generation of the same kind of game right now. Um, And that kind of concerns me. I don't see there being a significant, affordable, technological leap between now and the next generation that is going to instigate a new type of gaming. I think the next generation of gaming is going to look pretty much exactly like this generation of gaming with some other little gimmick or some other new graphical trick to make it look better, different, whatever the, you know, cell shading was the thing oh, yeah. in the early PS3 days. Everything was cell shaded, you know. So I, I'm I'm afraid we're at kind of a point right now where we've gone from, you know, raster, ca- or from, you know... Uh, uh, <coughs> My face is so shaded. No, it isn't, Jack. Nice. Um, <laughs> from from uh, you know, we've gone from a, a We've gone from an oscilloscope display being the very first video game display interface to you know two-dimensional block graphics to three-dimensional models. And ever since we've had three-dimensional models, all we've done is make the models prettier. That, that's well, it.
2: yeah, like, the basic... I agree with you on that, because, like, the basic difference between the PS3 and PS4, besides um, like, processing speed, is lighting and texture. Like, I mean, as far as graphics go, there isn't that big of a leap. It's not like the leap between the
4: PS1 and the PS2. Or, or like, the, the, or the... SNES and the PS1. I mean, yeah, yeah, that was the last big jump was the 16 to the 32 bit era.
2: Yeah, it, we're not going to see that. Like, the PS3 to PS4 jump is not that. It's nah, sub- sub- that, subtleties, it's yes. lighting texture, it's anti-aliasing, it's you know that kind of stuff. PlayStation
1: one, the PlayStation two was a way bigger jump, I think, because nothing looked good on the PS1. I don't care what anybody says. That <laughs> was Come a on, dark time. everything was brown. Bushido blocks.
0: blade. Bushido blade.
1: Brown so blocks. Sorry, yes. Everything way was way.
3: brown blocks. Lock-y. <laughs> That was not was, a good it time. Was, a it was a that whole system was a fun Minecraft system.
4: Exactly. <laughs> but, but then, it, it still, I mean, the basics, the basics. Of what, what was Stake. done during the the, the the things that were done during the N sixty four and the PS one era are the exact are the, the games that we are playing now are the descendants of those, and they're not two generations better. They're not two generations improved. Yes, they look prettier. Yes, there's been gimmicks and there's changes in control models. But they're not 16 bit to 32 bit jump. We've. we've, we've but we've a lot missed of improvements. That quantum jump that, that the generations used to have. Right,
1: but a lot of improvements are, are not stuff that's completely obvious. Like, uh, for instance, Shadows of Mordor, okay? A lot of the horsepower has gone into, like, AI and algorithms going on behind the scenes to make right. the games more involved and everything. Like, you can't do, like, the Shadows and Mortar game on the PS3 it does not have anything that the stuff on the PS4 has because no. all the extra stuff went into, like, the AI and the algorithms working in the background. So that's and, and where we're you, seeing the real revolution.
4: I think you hit on a good point there. I think the computer is going to continue to get smarter. And I do think we're ultimately, to get to the second part of the question, we're ultimately headed toward immersion. Whether it's, you know, Lawnmower Man slash uh, Sword Art Online style, you know.
0: Uh, slash the Oasis from Ready Player One, which everyone should read.
4: Right, nice. yes. Or the Street nice. from Snow Crash.
0: Um, nice. You Which know. I have not read, but it's in my, on my phone. Yeah, Dude! You better,
4: you better do that one. I've even read Snow on my phone. TV. It's on my phone. It's on my
0: I phone. I watched um, Jurassic
4: Park. You
1: read Snow Crash. <laughs> I will.
4: I will. How Any book that's big character's name is hero prot- protagonist. This I mean, is the greatest um, thing ever. <laughs> uh, the, um, but, I mean, so eventually, eventually, I think we're headed to Holiday. I mean, eventually, someday, someone will figure out how to make hard photons and we will have a holodeck, and that will be... You've
0: got to excite them. I'm sorry. Exactly.
4: (laughs) That that will be the... And we
0: went to to zero viewers. Hooray, everybody.
1: (laughs) we've lost everybody. Gaming stops. As soon as they figure out how to do a holodeck, that's when gaming stops, because everybody's just going to be trying to figure out a way to fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) it. Well,
4: that is a genre of games, too, not one we normally talk about, but... um... Uh, so, I don't know, I I, I honestly am a little worried about, about the next generation of, <laughs> of games, because I don't know how it's going to do anything new. I mean, the big thing with this generation of games is doing old things, right? The indie games, the the old style games. The ports. Yeah, the ports. I mean, that's what's like the, if you want to use the term, hipster thing right now. You know, that's, it was cool before it was old, before it was cool, before it was new. No, we um, can't
1: say hipster thing, because I actually like it.
4: Well, not, well, you know, everybody's got something hipster about them, but um, I'm not saying it's a bad thing I was thing cool either, before but. you were cool, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yes, pretty much everyone was cool before I was cool because I have yet to be cool, so, you know, there's that. Um, so, you know, I, I think there's going to be stuff, and I think there's going to be, uh, you know, if if a, if a Skynet is ever built, it will probably be a video game. Big Mac is way more of a you know a probable thing to happen than than Skynet, um, you know it's it's but uh, anyway I think I've run out of points and words. Yes. Okay. So our <laughs> last question, which is going to
0: be an interesting one, Little Mac asks, what do you consider the greatest console? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Round
0: one.
1: <laughs>
4: Fighter, yes. Oh the my gosh! <sighs> uh, uh, I've got uh, an easy answer on it. this one. If, if you want to just get me out of the way, no, no, only one, one
0: answer. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, it's no. amazing.
0: The uh, one try answer.
4: Seven ways to Sunday. One, one one answer. The NES. It, it saved video gaming. It, it is the sole light in the dark. Everything else has been a follow on. The NES was able to raise home gaming back out of the, the depths and darknesses of the Dark Ages and and bring it up. And everything that came after it really was just an evolution of that. So for me, that's easy. It, game over, done. Nobody else has to talk.
0: I am going to completely disagree with you and say the PlayStation 1. And the reason I'm oh. going to say the PlayStation 1 <laughs> is because if you look back at that time in the gaming industry, the fact that Sony was pushing a new proprietary format called the CD um, for consoles, and they were part of the development of the CD-ROM drive, uh, allowed many game developers, including <laughs> Sony, to try new things and take risks. And I think the... Which
4: consoles, they wouldn't have been able to do if the NES hadn't been successful.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> Except Shut they did better. They did better by actually getting companies to program for them instead of alienating all their third parties. Oh snap! <laughs>
1: um, so um, did I, I didn't get there because when you annoying. when you so, look yeah. at ...stuff at Nintendo oh, yeah. since the PlayStation was originally an add-on to the SNES.
0: That's right.
1: Uh, um, uh,
0: I'm still going to say that I think the the PlayStation was the best because of the catalog of games that came out. Things like Intelligent Cube, Bushido Blade, all the classic JRPGs uh, that came out of the we- came out of the east, um,
1: and that you know, blocky brown game.
0: It was neutral.
1: Period. Neutral
0: of <laughs> people figuring out, hey, here's something new that we can work with and moving on from there. And I think it's arguably...
3: arguably the greatest Bucky Brown game.
0: My, <laughs> my greatest console. Also because it was actually... I was just out of college, or I was in college when it came out. I was just starting to have disposable income from working multiple jobs. Games like Final Fantasy VII and VIII came out. Uh, games like Wild Arms... Um, Suikoden. I'm a huge RPG fan. The original Tekken.
1: Legacy of uh, King.
0: Come on, man. Mention Legacy of King. Ones. No, no, no. Exactly. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, for me, these were games that you would not have ever seen on a Nintendo console. Nintendo would have never stepped out of their comfort zone to make any of these types of quirky games that left it a, a lasting impression on me. And so for me, that's why it's my my
2: I'm going next because I agree with Mark. I was going to say PS1 as well. Um, not only because of, like you said, the disc implementation, but the catalog of games. Like, you so said Final Fantasy 7 and 8, and Vagrant Story, like, one of my favorite games of all time. Like, Nintendo never would have made that game. This, And we were joking about the Golden Age of Square Enix. That was the Golden Age of Square Enix. Like Parasite. I, I
1: remember,
2: you know, yeah, you got it. Like, just so much good good game, like Tomb Raider, like all that kind of stuff, serious that we're still seeing today, even being like rebooted and everything, came because of that system. And like, yeah, like the disc could do things that cartridges never could. I remember there was an ad for Final Fantasy 7 in a magazine that was saying like how many cartridges it would take to play Final Fantasy 7 compared to like three discs. And it was I don't remember the number. All I remember is that it was like a lot. Um, But yeah, I'm going to agree, just and also, please someone remake Vagrant Story. Please! <laughs> and Machido Blade. Please! And Parasite Eve.
4: Parasite Eve I could get behind. That, that, that game means a good, good reboot. Three was not.
2: And Silent Hill 1. Like, I mean, that was, I know, Resident Evil came on the PS1 as well, but Silent Hill 1 was nuts. And that's and my, my
4: snark my snarkiness aside, I'm I'm not disagreeing that the PS4 one was a pivotal system. It was a pivotal system. Just I don't think it was the most significant. That's all.
0: Well, that's all right. You've already had your turn, and then we've had ours.
4: No, I don't. Dave. What I'm about
1: just, Dave? What about he's gonna pick the Genesis? No, I'm actually <laughs> not what? gonna pick the Genesis. He's, he's gonna
4: piss. The, he's gonna pick the original. Uh, the original uh, Commodore sixty four. 3DO. No, the. Uh, no, the uh, the, the dang what's it color. called? The oscilloscope that the, that Space Wars was played the on.
1: Vectri- you're talking about the Vectrix one?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Vectrix, yes. Please pick a Vectrix. No, there's actually no, a no.
0: point to be made about that, but. Uh, TurboGrafx-16.
1: There, there, there is. If I had no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even I have
1: limits. Game
2: Boy Color.
4: <laughs> no, no, no. Wonder small. All red one. Wonder small no, color.
1: The, the, uh, the Virtual Boy.
0: Virtual Boy. boy, no. you, you, virtual virtual boy. boy? <laughs> Look, I didn't even have a Virtual
1: Boy, so that tells you something. The, um, <laughs> actually, when she said the Commodore 64, that actually was a possibility, because that had a really long run and was most of my gaming when I was a kid. However, my personal favorite console, and this is not just to be contrarian or anything like that. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It really isn't. It's just because it is. So... Back in the day, I had a choice at one point. I started to have disposable income because I got a job, and I was able to start making my own money. And I had a choice at one point. If you get say Dreamcast,
4: I'm going to reach through the computer and punch you. No, hey.
1: but that's a very valid answer.
2: <laughs> I will,
1: Sir. I will you, Matt. Let him speak. It's not the most pivotal. It's not the best system. <laughs>
2: that wasn't the question. It was your face That's not
1: the question. Dude, no, it, first the, of all, uh, the Dreamcast is pivotal because it was way ahead of its time. It was the first online console. It had its very own ISP that was very great. It did 56K and made it work because it was like a persistent connection. It was like almost having your personal little ISDN line the way they ran it. No, nah,
0: It's they way too so 1 was possibly the greatest fighting game ever released on any console system this ever. This is true. I'm right. gonna say I love this question.
4: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> However it's way too easy to piss off Sega nerds, <laughs>
1: yeah, and that's the thing, <laughs> so I, honestly, my personal favorite was the Sega Saturn, back when it was co- back when it was out, and when it really when I was able to when it had a first price drop where I was able to afford it, so I had a choice between the PlayStation and the Sega so you Saturn the software, like. What's that? It's like choosing Zune over iPod. You weren't a
0: sucker like me. who bought it launch day you know, because they launched it early.
1: No, Do you no. you remember that? I actually oh, yeah, did that wait. Was, that was me. Yeah. No, that was me. <laughs> so they, they turned around and were like, oh, we're going to release this uh, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yep.
0: And I was like, hey, I'm at an electronic boutique. Sign me up. I'll take one of those. I'll take four controllers. I'll take every game you have. What, there's only three games?
1: Sure, I'll take them all. That, was, that so, was me with the Sega Saturn. So I waited a bit, and we already had, the, we already had a quick discussion on what my favorite game of all time was, and it was Gunstar Heroes on the Sega Genesis. What came out on the Sega Saturn? Guardian Heroes, which was made by Treasure, and it was kind of like the, you know, the next game that they made at that point. And it was amazing. So it was only available on the Sega Saturn. I was also a huge 2D fighting I was a huge 2D fan at the time. And the Sega Saturn was actually the last bastion of 2D gaming at that time. It was a powerhouse of 2D gaming. That's
0: huh? not true.
1: Neo Geo what? CD. Huh? Neo Geo CD. Affordable powerhouse of 2D. <laughs> <gaming>. <laughs> Come on. So the um, so the other game um, that I got, I got two games when I first got it. Um, so I got Guardian Heroes, which was like, Amazing and just like you know had so much packed into it, and it was a huge two D fighting game. The PlayStation One had, Nightwarri- had The PlayStation One had Darkstalkers. The Saturn had Night Warriors, which was the sequel. Yep. Which featured way better animation, way better everything. We just it was just so much better in every way, shape, and form. Um, so for two D fighters, the Saturn was the system to own at the time. Now, as things went on, and the Saturn didn't do well in the United States, you had to really get into importing um, on the system. Um, but they also had really great stuff, like the, the light gun games on it I really loved. I loved Virtual Cop. Um, House of the Dead was originally on there. That was so much fun. Um, you had I had stuff like Die Hard Arcade, which I loved. Um, all the 2D games were great. I mean, you actually Night- had... You did have the Metal Slug games. You had all the SNK fighters on there. Um, They had the RAM cartridge. You can get the Japanese import for the, like, you know, um, X-Men. X-Men was a Children of the Atom. Was that their fighting game they had that Capcom did? Um, The original Marvel Super Heroes?
0: Yeah, that was it.
1: Yeah, the original Marvel Super Heroes. X-Men vs. Street Fighter was originally on the Saturn um, and they were all just, like, perfect conversions of the games at that time. Um, I'm sorry, there was... you,
0: have, you have not mentioned Panzer Dragoon or... or uh,
1: Didn't even uh, get Daytona, there yet. So, Daytona USA. Yeah, so Panzer Dragoon, um, a perfect uh, ports of Virtual Fighter. Um, mm-hmm. The original DOA um, was on there. You had Panzer Dragoon Saga, which was amazing. Uh, Knights, which was just... blew me away at the time, reminded me why I play video games. Um, there, there was just so much good stuff on there and a lot of really innovative stuff and unfortunately like you had to import to get really good stuff like um, Treasure made a lot of great games that were only available in Japan like Silhouette Mirage, um, Radiant Silvergun which you could actually pick up a lot of those games on um, like Xbox Live Arcade as um, Guardian Heroes and Radiant Silvergun so you can play these games and they're amazing games to play um, that everybody should be playing. Like, Radiant Silvergun was one of the best shooters ever made. So much fun, so good, such high quality all the way through. Um, so it's really nice that you're able to actually see some of those games because five people played it on the Saturn. So during that time was a real pain because importing games wasn't that easy at the time. And I uh, am Not like now. Yeah, well, now you don't even need to. Like, yeah. For the most well, part. like
2: I mean, but you can buy things around the world from around the world like that
1: now. Right. I had to right. get. And I, I actually then I actually sent my console to somebody, the somebody, <laughs> to get a <laughs> switch installed in it, um, because they knew what they were doing, and they did it. It was all revolved around this community uh, for Fire Pro Wrestling Six Man Scramble.
0: High five was, right there, buddy. Thank right there you. With you, buddy.
1: <laughs> which is still that, one of the best that, wrestling games ever made.
0: That and uh, uh, there was another uh, import wrestling game. That the one with uh,
1: the Virtual Giant, Pro. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Virtual Pro Wrestling. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. When you mentioned Darkstalkers, it's like, man, I wish that would, I wish that series would get revived. Like, I'd love a PS4 Dark doc-
1: Darkstalkers. Capcom in... doesn't like money. I know. Well, they did Darkstalkers 3 on the PS3, right?
3: Mm,
0: did that ever come out?
1: I know they were working on something rumored. I'll look, I'll look. No, go I ahead. have to, either that or is the PS two and I it may I may be going back away pretty far, but I know I played Darkstalkers three. But now I'm wondering if it was on PS3. It might have been on PS two. But yeah, I, I have to go with the Saturn. I just had so much fun with that system. You know, Mega Man 8 was great on it, that was like the best version of it.
4: Dark Sarcos 3 is actually a PlayStation <laughs> 1 game. Yeah, PlayStation 1. Wow. <laughs>
1: Wait, was I playing that on a Saturn?
0: Uh, I don't think... So. You might have. That's about the right time, but let me double check. I don't think so, though.
4: Uh, yes, it was Sega Saturn and PlayStation, as oh well as
0: Arcade. So, yeah. Oh, my God.
4: And it is apparently available on the PlayStation Network now, though I'm not sure if it's the North American one or the Japanese one. Well,
0: it was available as of April 24, 2020.
1: Oh, dude, that's totally right, because my version was called Vampire Savior.
0: Yep, Vampire Savior, Lord of the Vampires.
1: Which, that would mean I imported it, that would mean it was on the Saturn. Okay, wow, okay, it's been a while for that series. That needs to come back.
2: And
0: in Japanese, that would be Vampire Siva, Zarodo Obu Vampire.
1: That too?
2: Well, I guess they don't, because they. I guess they would consider some of the Darkstalkers characters to be in Marvel vs. Capcom, right? But
1: still. Right, some of them were in there.
2: They should have the Darkstalkers game again.
1: Now I can't get the one sound clip out of my head. and Little Red Riding Hood. She'd be like, oh yeah, puppy! <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> she was Hispanic, okay.
0: Alright, yeah. rounding out...
3: Puppy, her answer, dog. Our, Puppy. Our, our, mm.
0: final, our final answer comes from... Turo?
1: Yeah. From, from
0: iPuppy himself. Turo, what do you consider the greatest console of all time?
3: The Xbox One. No, I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> kidding. I'm so kidding.
0: You couldn't even say it with a straight face. No,
3: I didn't. No. Um, okay, I can't say portables, right? Like yeah. that's not a, you
0: yeah. if you so desire, you may
3: okay, well, I mean, as much as I grew up on the Super Nintendo and I flourished on the sixty four and that's where it all went to, where portable gaming has has come from and gone, the game boy, my cousin gave me his game boy, which I thought it was the the greatest I thought he gave me a, a chunk of gold whenever he gave me his game boy. It was taped on the back because the back cover for the battery you know was gone. Um, but Donkey Kong was in it, and endless hours. As much as I road tripped when I was younger, it was the best thing in the world. And seeing where portable gaming has gone from where it started, look at cell phones and look at everything right now. That's all it is. Everybody is just making these little quick games to pick up and go. And it, I think it all started on the Game Boy. It just did. And I remember the first time I got a Game Boy, my mom said, this is, something, this is the beginning of something terrible. And I go, why? It's like, you're not going to pay attention to anything once you're in that. I'm like, no, 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 no. You can talk to me while I play it. It's fine. And, and it didn't. No, it, that never happened. But look at everybody else. It happened to everybody across the country. Everyone's on their cell phones now playing freaking Candy Crush and stuff. It's not even games. Uh, but they're still playing games in that sense. And I blame it because my mom said that about the Game Boy. So I'm going to say Game Boy on this one because –
0: Look did, you, it's you gone. One
3: of the,
0: did you have one of the bendy lights that would plug oh, in? Oh yeah!
3: Oh, on my Game Boy Advance, I did. Yeah. I had light. even a cover. The I had a cover light. that had a light. Yeah, that was a worm light.
1: Yep. So all my all my Game Boy Advances were sent off, and they have those. Uh, they're all front lit now.
3: Oh, you got it. The backlit uh,
1: upgrade or whatever. No, the the front lit. Uh, the, they actually had to be front lit uh, because of the way the screens were on a Game Boy Advance. So I actually, my Game Boy Advances are are all customized with the front lighting in there, and uh, my my original Game Boy Advance actually has, like, different color LEDs, um, different color LEDs for, like, the status lights and everything. I think it's, like, purple and blue um, that I have in there, so my battery's going low, it goes purple, and it's usually, like, blue. Um, Like, everything's all customized for that. I have, like, three Game Boy Micros, at least, that I can remember. I'm a Game Boy Junkie.
3: Oh, that's awesome. That's where it it all started. And then when the SP came out in the back, and then then that's when the backlight came out with the three different light settings button I had on the center. That was heaven sent because driving back, uh, my parents owned a restaurant, so we always had to go to another town to get all the supplies for the restaurant Driving back, it was nighttime, so I had to have a, the worm light or a, like this little clamshell that opened up on my uh, Game Boy Advance. But when the SB came out, it was the greatest thing ever. And whenever you know the battery was running low, I could just turn down the light a little bit, and I just squinted a little <laughs> much. You know, that's where the glasses came from, whatever. But I had the fun, and it just progressed from there. And now we have freaking cell phones
1: that oh, you, do that. I have the one, I have a Game Boy Pocket Light. Wow. Have you ever seen those? No. It's the original Game Boy Pocket. Yeah. But it has a basically an Indiglow screen. Remember Indiglow watches? Mm-hmm. So it actually lights up kind of green. <laughs> Whoa.
3: Okay. And it was awesome. only
1: they only made these things in Japan. Um so I I got one off like eBay at some point. And they're the coolest things they ever made. They're awesome. Wow. But so they actually really
4: look like Boy the before. original Game Boy.
3: That's awesome. No, yeah. I was just digging through some stuff, and like I said before, I found my Game Boy Color, and I had to beat under the light to actually beat a game that I stopped playing years ago, and I did beat it. And then I, uh, I, my Game Boy Advance is somewhere. I found Sammy's Game Boy Advance, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is too cool. And but I, if there was any amount of hours, if you could find out how many hours I've spent on any console if there was one just specifically for Nintendo and their, and their portable systems, like the Game Boy leading up to the DS, I don't call it a DS. Sometimes I just mess up and call it a Game Boy because that's what it is. That's what it evolved into. Uh, that's, yeah, that's my favorite console.
1: Yeah, yeah, I really want them to bring back the Game Boy in a big way.
3: I, um, I don't know how. It evolved into the DS. I know it's not going
1: to happen, but you I would just love it for the next one to be a Game Boy.
3: Uh, no,
0: what, that'd no, be awesome. What I, want, what I want for them to do is just consolidate the two. Make it so I can play on the go, but if I want to hook it up to a TV somehow, preferably with some kind of wireless connection, where I plug a stick into the HDMI port on my TV, or,
3: or through Wi-Fi. I mean, right. look how easy right. it is through Wi-Fi now. Yeah, so that's. Well, they that's can do like I'm a Chromecast thing, around. just like a little right, Nintendo dongle.
1: that would be easy.
0: Yep, yep. I'd like to see them do that. That way, I don't have a home system and a go system. It's all just one system. <laughs> Plus, then I'd have to stop. Buying. I wouldn't have to buy games twice, since they don't understand the
3: concept of cross-buy. Jeez, oh, Microsoft and Nintendo really has to get on that whole cross-buy thing.
0: Thanks everybody for watching. We've got to <laughs> wrap this one up. Jeez, uh, oh, lots of things going on on the site. Of course, we've got our quick bite, our 20-minute quick bite up of Spelunky. Please do watch that. Leave us comments. I, I just was, like, editing, and I'm like, I really can't cut anything out of this. I'm just going to post the whole thing.
1: Because it and was so all that, gold. It was it, all it gold.
0: Was, <laughs> it was something, all right.
1: I apologize. Um, uh,
0: Kate, I'll work with you after the show here. We'll make sure we get your stuff posted up. Um, other than that, uh, do check out the website, gamersledge.com, and then follow us on Twitter. We're at gamersledge. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com gamersledge. Like us there. Uh, On YouTube, we are youtube.com slash c slash gamersledge.com with the dot com spelled out. Um, Like, subscribe to this video. If you like more, we put these out. Every Wednesday, we do them live. They usually go up late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning. Uh, The audio podcast can be found either through our website or on iTunes Thursday morning as well. Um... Am I forgetting anything social? Nope, that sounds like everything. In that case, that brings us to final thoughts, starting all the way down at the end. The man in the warmth,
3: tarot. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> wow. I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> wow. Dave! Dave! <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got nothing. I'm sorry.
3: Just <laughs> just do the guitar ripped in. Just do do drums, man.
4: <laughs> Next, pass. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a video game, this isn't a game show from the eighties.
0: Oh man. Kate, save us. Final thoughts.
1: Drums, do sex.
2: Saxophone. Do sex. <laughs> <What?
1: laughs> phone.
2: Oh, he he said sax. Yes. Yeah. Do
3: sex. No, that's oh. Canadian talk.
2: my oh. gosh.
3: <laughs> okay,
2: I got nothing too. <laughs> oh
3: wow. We could have yes. had a five-piece set right here. Gosh. <laughs>
4: um, my my final thought is is I am incredibly intrigued by Hands of Fate. A Hand of Fate, rather, excuse me. Um, <laughs> just launched for the PS4, PC, and Xbox One. I am incredibly intrigued by it, but I don't know if I'm willing to actually buy it to actually figure out what it is. But it's it a... Sean Connery in a diaper? Uh, no, that's something... <laughs> I
1: mean. um, Thank you. But
4: it's a deck-building, third-person brawling dungeon-crawler game. So it, it, it's a very weird mashup of things. I have not yet seen it actually played to actually completely understand what's going on here, but I'm very intrigued by it. So I don't know. Anyway, that was my final thought. Is I'm looking at this thing trying to figure out exactly what it is and if I want to put down money to find out what it is or not. Uh,
0: my final thought for the evening, um, a man goes to the doctor says, Doc, I can't stop singing the green, green grass of home. Doctor looks at him for a moment and says, mm, that sounds like Tom Jones Syndrome. Man thinks for says, second and says, is that common? He says, well, it's not unusual. Ah. <laughs> Until next scream. week, everybody, game on! Game on. Game on. Game
4: on. <laughs> Bad pun. <laughs>
3: Broken.
2: We're still live, Turo. <laughs> <laughs> That's-